Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Well, hello, everyone. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. And as many of you know, our K-12 classical online school is enrolling students for the fall. So you got to get on this, people. If you haven't done so already, now's the time to request your free information packet by going to freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. All right? We will send you a free information packet. Free. Free. F-R-E-E. Free 99. Free. And then you're going to look at it. You're going to be like, whoa, this is where my kids should be. This is where my grandkids should be. This is where my nieces, my nephews, this is where they should be going to school by being at home and having school come into your own home. (laughs) Yes, actually learning. Actual learning. Yes. And so when you then decide, yes, this is where they're going to be, you're going to enroll them. When you enroll them, you are going to mark down saying that educated, this show right here, Katie and David sent you educated. And then we can brag around the office that you learned it from us. So we're all educated, happy family. Now, To the task at hand. We have a 12-year-old boy in Massachusetts, of all the states, who delivers an incredible response after being punished because he wore a t-shirt. And supposedly, it made some students feel unsafe, David. You can't wear unsafe t-shirts these days. Yeah, seventh grader. God bless this young man. Um, I wonder what my (laughs) great-grandparents would think if someone wore a t-shirt that said, there are only two genders. I don't know that they would even do a double take at that. And I don't think they would even think twice about it. But today, as Katie is demonstrating, gasp, people are offended. Um, So it takes uh, the school officials. um, He got in trouble. But so he's in middle school. Again, seventh grade. He wore the T-shirt to class bravely brilliantly and bluntly he addressed the matter at a middleborough public schools committee meeting and here's that video watch this young man good evening my name is liam morrison i'm in the seventh tenth grade at nichols middle school i never thought that the shirt i wore to school on march 21st would lead me to speak with you today on that tuesday morning i was taken out of gym class to sit down with two adults for what turned out to be a very uncomfortable talk I was told that people were complaining about the words on my shirt, that my shirt was making some students feel unsafe. I was told that I would need to remove my shirt before I could return to class. When I nicely told them that I didn't want to do that, they called my father. Thankfully, my dad supported my decisions and came to pick me up. What did my shirt say? Five simple words. There are only two genders. Nothing harmful, nothing threatening. Just a statement I believe to be a fact. I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? Because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. Wow. If only adults could think like this young man who isn't even tall enough to reach the the microphone. microphone. And um, I, I watched that, and they, there was not really much of a response afterward. But I love the fact that he said, I don't complain when I see diversity posters and pl- pride flags, and I'm sure BLM mm-hmm. flags and everything else in the school. 
because others have rights to their beliefs just like I do. And interesting, if you go back one line, he said, I, I was told that my shirt was targeting, interesting word, targeting a protected class. Katie. Meanwhile, you go to Target, the store, oh, and they, they have got an LGBTQ everything. Section. Jeez. What if I was offended by what I saw there? Do I have the right then to go to the security and say, I feel targeted here at Target? But now you're just being funny. I, I'm being facetious. <laughs> but that young man is being truthful. Yeah. And in the simple fact that he is able to think so clearly, so logically yeah. about what everyone up until 10 seconds ago knew, knows to be true. If, if only we could get people to go back 10 seconds ago and remember like 10 years ago okay 10 more years, accurately yeah, yeah, yeah but um, we're not but, i don't want to split hairs over that <laughs> but the simple fact that people felt targeted that this young man had to get pulled out of class get sat down get told that he's in the wrong yeah for wearing a t-shirt that says five words that are factually true it's yeah, true. And yeah. no, this is not the exact t-shirt. We don't know what the exact right. t-shirt looks like, but right. those are the those five are the words, words that were on his shirt. Words matter and truth matters. And what they've done since at least 2017 or 16, they have redefined words now. They have redefined truth. That's why there's um one of the it was an Oxford dictionary came out. I oh, think yeah. it was in 2016 or 2017 with the definition of post-truth, because that's where they assumed and thought that that's where America's at right now. We are the post-truth, post-modern generations. This is just where we're at. So the truth is just so old-fashioned. It's so rigid, Katie. Truth, <laughs> truth is so, I don't know, so restricting so and restricting. fundamental. And it talks about the patriarchy and talks about gender and DNA and science and binary stuff. And it's just, I don't like the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I think Jack said it a little. Oh my a goodness! Better than that. I mean, that whole scene is phenomenal. He doesn't even blink. Jack Nicholson in that movie. But I digress. <laughs> so there needs there simply just needs to be. I mean, okay. Step one: remove your children from the government-run schools. Step two: if your kids are in there, you've got to be training them and raising them and teaching them at home so that they might be able to be like this young man who's in seventh grade and stood up to this student council or the school district. God bless him. I'm sure that took a little courage. He got up there, though, as confident and just read right through it. He just seemed so calm. Well, he's just so cool, calm, and collected because he's got facts on his side. You don't need to get all outrageous about things if you have facts on your side. I just saw this recent thing where this woman, I guess, got up in front of a school board and started screaming into the microphone. That's it. Literally just screaming because she had nothing intellectual to say. You have a 12-year-old boy who expressed his opinion very calmly yep. because he's got it working up here between his ears. He's got something going on. When he says, I know I have the right to wear a shirt with those five words, even at 12 years old, I have my own political opinions, and I have a right to express those opinions mm -hmm. even at school. This right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. How many people even know that that's the first right, First Amendment in the Constitution is talking about free speech? That's yeah. maybe the only one part of the Constitution anyone knows. Maybe. He says, when he concluded that, I hope you will speak up for the rest of us so we can express ourselves with, without being pulled out of class. Jeez. Meaning, he wanted to be in class. You're interrupting his education time <clears throat> for this. He actually cared about his education. Well, I would argue that 
just from what we know about him and watching him. And I would argue that he probably gets a pretty good education at home with his supported parents that probably really encouraged him to speak the truth. And so, I mean, God bless them. But again, friends, uh, pick your battles and uh, you're going to be going through this if you have kids in the public schools. And uh, yeah, silence is not an option anymore. It's because, violence. Yeah, it's coming to your door. <laughs> it's not just at the school. It's not just on Hollywood and the movies. It's not just the Democrat Party. It's coming to your door. Anyway, still to come, Oklahoma. They're setting an example. Maybe a standard other states could follow. Lawmakers go all in on protecting children from the Rainbow Mafia as Democrats go berserk. Finally, some good news. Stay with us. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Looking for a K-12 classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values? FPA is enrolling now for the fall. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Well, it's a good story, finally, here. We have another state added to the list, and how uh, they are showing that they love their children in their state. Yes. By not allowing them to be mutilated. That's what it's come to at this point. That's how low we are setting the bar for a state to be, like, in in favor of children, I guess, supportive of children, but by not yeah. mutilating them. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Well, we have go o Oklahoma, by the go way, Go Oklahoma, Oklahoma governor, yeah. Kevin Stitt just signed a law banning sex change procedures on children. The law bans surgeries like elective double mastectomies on girls who identify as boys and prohibits puberty blockers and cross sex hormones for children. Now in a statement, um, he said that last year I called for a statewide ban on all irreversible gender transition surgeries and hormone therapies on minors. So I am thrilled to sign this into law today and protect our kids. We cannot turn a blind eye to what's happening across our nation. And as governor, I am proud to stand up for what's right and ban life altering transition surgeries on children in the state of Oklahoma. Kudos, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Now, Stitt had previously asked for Oklahoma lawmakers to pass such a law and move to withhold funding from Oklahoma Children's Hospital at OU Health after it was publicized that the hospital was providing cross-sex hormones to kids who identified as transgender. Now, in other legislation, <clears throat> Stitt also signed legislation um, basically requiring students to use the bathroom corresponding to their biological sex. Ah, it's amazing. science again. It's amazing we need legislation on this now, but this yeah. is what we have to do in 16 states. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> states have to do this. Yep, yep. Now, ACLU of Oklahoma promised to take legal action against the law, as other ACLU-affiliated groups have done in other states. You have Lambda Legal, you have the ACLU, and you have the ACLU of Oklahoma saying in a joint statement that Gender-affirming care is a critical part of helping transgender adolescents succeed, establish healthy relationships with their friends and family, live authentically as themselves. I'll come back to that. Authentically. And dream about their futures. And dream about oh, their futures. Okay. If this bill is signed into law, which it was, we will defend the rights of transgender youth in court, just as we have done in other states engaging in this anti-science okay. and discriminatory fear-mongering. Okay. What does it mean to live authentically as themselves? What does that mean? 
Well, this is the phrase that gets thrown <laughs> around everywhere from drag queens down to young children who supposedly claim that they're a spaceship. <clears throat> I want to be my authentic you, self. I, I want to be my authentic <laughs> self. Live authentically. What does that mean? What, what they're saying indirectly is I want to live my truth. Not the truth, but you have your truth. Yeah. I have my truth. And I think this about myself and my life. And I just want to live in, according to my mind, the delusion, but authentically. What do, but what does that mean? Because where does that truth come from? Their truth. Well, they're making it up. Who's making it up? The, the, the ones who, these people, right? Where are they getting that influence from? If children, true children, were allowed to live their self without the influence of all these groups putting these ideas into their brain, none of this would be happening. Right. But their truth, the adults who have these delusions and, as they say, uh, living the dreams about themselves. <laughs> living the dreams. Or dreams about their future, having the dreams about their future. It's those adults putting this onto the children because if children are left to be children, they would be <gasps> children who grow into adults. Yep. Standard, normal Working-brained adults. Instead, what we have happening here is these who are adults of age, at least, maybe not mentally, but are of age adults, are influencing these children to be something that is against the truth, completely against the truth. It's mm -hmm. living in this, what they're saying, <clears throat> authentically as themselves, which, what does that mean again? It's circular. What does it mean? Well, we need to recognize two big words. I mean, one big word, you said it twice, very important influence influence children are being programmed influenced you might say brainwashed but they are being sold and they believe and they start living out because that's all they're hearing and it's reinforced this worldview that's not a godly or a biblical worldview it is just completely well it's apart from truth they're living this they're being reinforced and we come back to that word again katie influence there's a concept we've talked about before, hours of influence, seven hours a day, five days a week, roughly. And then you talk about what, what you got at home with Hollywood and the movies and the TV shows with all their whatever propaganda. Then you talk about social media and then you see what our government's doing. Then you watch what corporations are doing with their woke, wokus pocus. Nice. Influence, influence. We better understand what's happening how we got here to where we are and where we're going to go if we don't start changing some of this. And speaking of that influence, guess what Governor Stitt also did? What? He did some more things. He recently <laughs> vetoed a bill that would have continued taxpayers paying for statewide PBS stations. So, you know, oh, the TV great. that they watch, the movies and all that. But PBS, did you grow up on Mr. Rogers like me? Hey, yo, I did. Sesame Street. Yep, that was mine, too. These days, it's not Mr. Rogers' neighborhood anymore. And Sesame Street is not a safe street to live on or visit. Well, PBS so, is the progressive broadcasting system. Uh, that is true. System. This is yes, true, yes. PBS. So uh, Stitt explained that he cut off ongoing funding to the network in Thank large you. part because some of its programs promote LGBT propaganda that overly sexualizes our kids. That, yep. He said, I don't think Oklahomans want to use their tax dollars to indoctrinate kids. Nope. And some of the stuff that they are showing, it's just overly sexualizes our kids. Yep. If you want to watch that, that's fine. But why am I using taxpayer dollars to prop that up? I don't think we need that. And I'm glad to veto that bill. I have this... Oh, I'm 
I have the same argument when it comes to taxpayers funding abortion. Planned Parenthood got a raise last year. They now they got over $670 million from the Biden Democrats who gave them a raise, courtesy of the American taxpayers. Same thing goes here. If we don't want PBS. If they've got this ideology that we don't agree with, why are we forced to have some of our taxes taken from us to pay for some of these things? Um, then you could go to the education system and all this. Calm stuff. down, anyway, David. Calm I down. Know, Calm I know, down. I know. I know. Where's my iced coffee? I <laughs> all right. Well, coming up, is there such a thing as a high school class that kids will volunteer to audit just so that they can actually learn something? What? Yep. Yep, there is. A New York school seems to have one, and you'll be shocked to see what great life skills are being taught there. Stay with us. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Well, we have a sad state of affairs, but also an uplifting story. So get ready. New York City's Stuyvesant High School has a class that is so popular that kids will audit it just so they can actually learn stuff. It's, again, sad state of affairs, but also kind of uplifting. Um, that stuff that they want to learn about? Personal finance. What? Are you an adult kids? out there who probably needs a lesson in personal finance? Yep. Hey, well, we should take this course. It's uh, math teacher David Peng, who is answering the call. Um, basically, he's answering the call of one of his students and began teaching a one-semester course in personal finance. Now, SHS is a STEM magnet school, and as a report actually stated, in a sea of AP calculus and advanced and abstract algebra classes, Personal finance has struck a chord with many students who say they want a practical class that offers real-life information. Hmm. Yes, I think pretty much all of us who have taken math classes in high school want something that we can say we use today. Right? Yes. Now, the one-semester class has gone full-time because of strong demand for, from students to make this a year-long course, according to Peng. And uh, his course has been such a hit that state lawmakers are actually considering making it <clears throat> mandatory statewide. Wow. Now, that's pretty crazy. Now, what grabbed uh, Peng's eye back in 2021 was an editorial in the school paper that was written by uh, Anisha Singel, who asked <clears throat> calculus before credit scores. What does that mean? I don't know. When Peg Peng <laughs> introduced the class then in 2022, it was so popular that even Anisha, the student author, signed up for a wait list to a get wait list? so she could get in, right? Um, so the class actually covers mortgages, tax returns, student loans, and more. Hmm. And according to uh, Anisha Singel, she said that if there was an empty seat in the class, students would come in and just listen. Like, so students are just going in there. Hey, what can I learn today about something that is applicable to my life either now or in the near future? Because a lot of those kids are probably going to go to college and student loans. You should know more about it than just to, where to sign on the dotted line. First you of should, all, I'm confused because this is New York. Secondly, but it's a STEM magnet school. Okay. So I was thinking, all right, yes, the class covers part. practical stuff that they're going to yes. actually understand after they get out of school, yes. mortgages, tax returns, student loans, and there's a waiting list for a class in New York. 
okay, I get it. It makes sense now, but that's yes. kind of personal finance is something every single person needs. You will deal with personal finance, good, bad, or ugly. You should know about it. And, and unfortunately, all the class time and all the actual extra classes aren't being dedicated to learning things that are useful. It's being dedicated mm -hmm. to things that go with the rainbow mafia flag. Social justice activists. That's all it yes. is. All right. Well, still to come. We have a zoo. Yes, a zoo in England that's gaining global attention after posting a job opening that went viral. So personal finance, get a job, then know how to pay your taxes. Anyway, we're going to tell you uh, what makes this unusual job so unique and why it is quite literally for the birds. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. So I was watching Rocky the other day on a rerun TV and it reminds me of this story because it's about the zoo. And he takes Adrian to the zoo and he proposes to her and... Literally, he said, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me very much. Yo, yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian! I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me very much. That's literally what he said. I, re I had to replant. Did he just really propose that way? Yeah, why not? Anyway, so are you serious? So here's the story. Newscaster loses it over report on local zoo's bizarre job opening. What's the job opening? Well, let's set this up. It's a British broadcaster struggling to keep a straight face while reading a report about a new job opportunity that recently became available at a nearby zoo. A video which was shared about the zoo having difficult times keeping seagulls away from the patrons. People, mm. people just show up, especially when there was food nearby. Their solution? They wanted to hire a number of people to dress up as eagles and frighten the pesky gulls away. And here's what they put out. If you're an animal lover and comfortable in a costume, the Blackpool Zoo might have a job for you. So here's exactly what they're looking for. People that are visitor-focused, friendly, energetic, flexible, outgoing, as you need to be comfortable wearing a bird costume. This role will be offered with variable seasonal hours. <laughs> If this sounds like something you would be interested in, email your cover letter and CV to, and then it's got recruitment at the zoo. So, Katie, keeping the seagulls away. Day um, after day. It's I know it's the, the, the principle is a scarecrow. That's the principle, the scarecrow keeping the crows out of the mm -hmm. cornfield. <laughs> Didn't work for the Wizard of Oz, I don't know. But Ooh. this zoo, it might work. The people walking around, it probably looks freaky scary to the seagulls or any flying bird or any or any child would probably yeah it didn't mention in there when you're looking at the bullet point list of like qualifications um having no shame <laughs> like 
that should be. I mean, I guess they say it's outgoing, but what's funny is you can see a face. Yeah, you can. Your face is seen there, and then because this is England and the Blackpool Zoo, apparently James Corden, who just signed off, thankfully, from the what is it, the Late Show, Late Late Show, whatever, whatever comedian, whatever show he was doing here in America, he's going back to England, and so the Blackpool Zoo made a funny and said, "Hey, James Corden, we hear you're head back to Blightly." You're interested in our seagull deterrent position? Hmm? We think you'd be ace at it if you want to come and give it a go. From what we saw on the... Oh, it was the Late Late Show last night. The costume would really suit you, too. So they made they made a funny. At least, you know, at least this zoo has some humor. But, seagull deterrence, though. That's, but they're hiring, what, like, five people for it. So me and you, we, we, we have a shot. We both could do it. Yeah, we, I could be a seagull deterrent. I don't know. I sweat in costumes, so I wouldn't Do you? Well, that it. one's inflatable, so it looks like it'd be okay. Eh, it doesn't breathe. Maybe, inflatable no, costumes don't breathe, no. You would know, huh? I don't Apparently. know. Apparently. I don't know. Interesting. Well, then. All I know is the zoo might be a neat place to propose. There as long as there go. aren't any Adrian. seagulls. As long as there aren't any seagulls flying around. All right, well, make sure you do hit that like button if you're watching us right now on social media and send us your feedback. Let us know if you would maybe like to get a job at the zoo for any position. Let us know. Now, for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.